This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. Uh, As I mentioned yesterday, we are doing uh, the next four days. We're going to do them early. It's important for me to show you discipline, consistent effort. So uh, I actually set my alarm clock this morning, which is the first time in 10 years, probably. But I didn't need it. All right, set the alarm for 5.30 a.m., got up at 5. We'll see if I set it tomorrow. Probably will. Uh, but again, wanted to go through and make sure I reviewed, got my list of daily notes so we can talk about what's going on. I think today's a great day to make some money, be a little bit better than yesterday. And for those that are commenting on the new hat, the new logo, uh, first and foremost, I think you're right. It kind of points to the fact that you know one house, one rental at a time, far better than the original. Uh, And again, thank you, Teresa. My daughter created it, and uh, I just wanted to give her some props. So if you like the hat or other goodies from One Rental at a Time, there should be a link below. Check it out. Support the channel. That would be great. Uh, When we're looking at the daily news on Thursdays, we got to start with the unemployment claims. They just came out. Uh, They came. I got the high-level number. I didn't get the breakdown uh, but they came out at 745,000 first-time claims, new claims. Expectation was for 750. This is this is not good. Uh, this is expected. I think we. I think we could be six to eight weeks away from breaking significantly lower. Right, we're right at the tail end of the tunnel. The pain, the just icky economy. We're almost through it. Uh, you know, the spring will be here and summer, and uh, I believe the economy will certainly get cranky, but we still we still have a few hard days left. And when you look at new unemployment claims at 745, you just got to just just got to imagine that's that's a hard day for lots of folks. But for me, someone who looks at history, right, the peak before this crisis was in the Great Recession. I think the peak number was 660,000 claims. Now that was the peak week. We have suffered that number greater than that number for like 52 weeks in a row. So put that in some perspective. This has been pretty painful for lots of folks. Uh, Moving on from claims, we got a bunch of earnings announcements out and many of them, uh, many of them weren't great. Uh, First off, you have Okta coming out. Again, they hit but they gave weak guidance. Okta is a, is a software company. Uh, we are starting to see a trend from software companies where guidance is weak. Uh, expect the NASDAQ to get hit today, I would suspect. Uh, in addition to that, Okta is trying to buy growth. Uh, they have agreed to buy another software company for $6.5 billion. As someone who worked in software for more than a couple of decades and was part of acquisition teams, integrating technology and sales teams, I can tell you, good luck. That is hard to do. 
you are likely going to create incentives for the new team to integrate with the old team. And then fast forward 12 months, a lot of the, you know, the, uh, the acquisition team will just move on and do something else. Uh, so again, Okta, I expect to be down. They are using their stock as capital for a $6.5 billion acquisition. Typically, market doesn't like that. Next up, you got Marvel Technologies in the chip space. Uh, they gave, again, weak guidance. And they're actually highlighting that chip, the chip sector, which we've been talking about for a quarter now, at least, typically around auto manufacturers, but then to video games, uh, is probably going to be tight for a year. A year. Man, this, uh, this supply chain has been significantly disrupted. Uh, Vroom uh, is a, you basically sell and deliver cars. Uh, they missed on the bottom line, reported a much, much bigger loss than expected. Uh, again, lots of misses. Uh, BJ Wholesale, kind of a Costco competitor. They actually hit top and bottom. But unlike a lot of retailers, we talked about the last three or four weeks, they, they did not give guidance, and I don't think the market is going to like that. I would think, at least based on my, I don't know, daily review of numbers, most retailers are giving guidance now for the first time. Uh, and when BJ Wholesale did not do that, I think that's going to be a red flag. Uh, Walt Disney is in the news. They are going to be shuttering about 20% of their Disney stores. Um you know, they have 300 today. They're going to close 60. They're going to focus on e-commerce. Uh, that'll be interesting to see if that sticks. Uh, I haven't been to a mall in over a year, but there was a Disney store in a mall that I frequented, and it was always packed with kids. That's one of those stores you go by, you know, as a parent with a 5, 6, 8, 10-year-old, and they just kind of veer left. I wonder how many impulse buys there are at that store. So I wonder if Disney keeps that up. Next up, Snowflake, one of those high-value uh, software companies. Uh, their loss doubled in Q4. Uh, and also, don't also be aware that their employee lockup is tomorrow. <clears throat> so I don't know this for sure, but I imagine there's going to be a little extra selling tomorrow, if you know what I mean. Some Some employees have been been eagerly awaiting to get cashed out so they can go buy their toys or go buy their house or go buy whatever they want to do. Uh, other things that I captured this morning that I thought were interesting, the average car loan payment is almost $600. Wow. The average car payment is 600 bucks. Lots of people buying new big SUVs. When I look at a $600 car payment, I think, oh my God, you're committing like 1200 bucks because you have insurance and maintenance and all that other stuff. And if we're looking to become financially free, that was one of the goodies that I sacrificed for a better part of 10 years is we just had old cars. Um, but yeah, the average loan is $35,228 and the average payment is just shy of 600 bucks. We got to have some superpowers, delayed gratification, right? We got we to gotta sacrifice now for a better future later. Uh, next up, we have a former New York Fed, uh, former New York Fed, really, uh, really poking his, um, I don't know, poking the Fed in the eye. I kind of like this article. He's basically saying, uh, talking about the uh, bond market and the stock markets fit 
last week, right, where the 10-year spiked to 1.6 and the Dow and NASDAQ fell by 2% kind of in a day. I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. He's basically like, get ready uh, because the Fed wants, underscores, wants the economy to run hot, hot, hot. Uh, he's basically saying, um, you know, the Fed is going to eventually, they're going to be late to the party. Historically, when he was there, they tried to they tried to arrive on time. But he's like, not this Fed. This Fed is going to be late on purpose. Think about that. That means the economy is going to run hotter for longer, which is really what we've been talking about on this channel. But then when the Fed gets to the party, when the Fed gets to the party, folks, they are going to have to be aggressive. We're not talking these little quarter point hikes every other session. When they come, we could see the dastardly half a point hike a couple of sessions in a row. Uh, he's out there talking about, you know, 1.6 spike last week is nothing. He asked, what would happen if rates on the 10-year were 3 or 4%? When I read that, it, I, I shook. Because a 4% 10-year probably means the 30-year mortgage is over 65 Think about what that does to real estate. That's going to slow the real estate market down. That is going to take some unaffordable markets down. That is going to make multifamily investing interesting because you have to refi out the commercial stuff. It could be, uh, it could create a problem for sure. Uh, just to put it in context, he is not calling for that this year or even next year. He's like, what if it happened in 23, 2023 or 2024? I don't know about you, but when I look at my cost of capital, debt structure, consumers, I have to consider those things. So as I have been saying, for the better part of six months now, if you are thinking about doing real estate investing, please, bold, capitalized, underscored, italics, please get 30-year fixed rate money if you can. Try to get something in the threes or below and just be happy. Because I promise you, if you have a 3% 30-year mortgage and suddenly the 10-year is at 4%, you're going to be in a pretty good spot. So it seems like uh, you know we have maybe 18 months left to get our chips lined up. If you're doing that, if you need help learning your market, doing the work, of course, I have my awesome course with over 1,000 people in it now. Link is below. But remember, if you buy it, you spend the 200 bucks, which is hard-earned money. Make sure you're ready to do the work because, um, you know, I, I come out the gate hot and, and require you to get focused and do daily activities. So if you're not ready, don't bother. Other things I saw is Goldman Sachs is actually calling 7% GDP growth for the year. Not for Q1, for the year. That's... Uh, that's going to be fun to see. That will be the highest GDP growth since 1984. 1984. Uh, another thing I saw today is one in 20 people moved in the last year. I thought that was a pretty big number. One in 20? And of course, a lot of that is people leaving urban areas, or leaving apartments, leaving you know Class A apartments and moving to the suburbs. But I don't know. One in 20? I'm not sure I believe that number. I might have thought 1 in 50, maybe, but 1 in 20, that seemed pretty high. Uh, 
Uh, and then lastly, um, just again, it's a great day to make some money, be a little bit better than yesterday. Uh, I'm going to go to my first Tony Robbins event, uh, unleash the power within here. I guess it starts in about 19 minutes. Not sure what to expect. It was very, uh, very nice of uh, Ty and Adrian to invite me to come. So I, uh, I'm going to come. I'm going to have lots of coffee. We're going to see what it's about. Have a wonderful day. Uh, we are unfortunately not speaking with Jonathan today because of this. I did try to schedule it even earlier, uh, but it didn't work for his schedule. So we will pick all of, all of our expert interviews up next week. Uh, we are going to always do the daily show. It may be our only video the next four days. Take care of yourself. Bye. Have fun. Take care.